some good friends, friends of mine. Talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show. Who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Some Good Friends. It was a real gloomy, rainy day out there today. Rain pouring down. I learned that my screens let water through, and while I was sitting on the couch, I got a nice little sprinkle, a little sprinkling of fresh rainwater just to make reading my book feel authentic. Uh, yesterday, maybe the last sunny day ever. We'll see. But winter's coming, and we're all going to have to go back inside, and it's going to be gloomy. But tonight, we're going to talk to some people that I know, some people that I love, some people that I like. All levels of friendship will be represented in my three guests. And let's start by talking to the first one. Please welcome to the show my good friend Pat, a.k.a. Patty Morgenstern. Pat, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much, Stefan. Now, I have to ask you, you said that you loved some of us and then liked some of us. So I, I, just, I just wanted to know which, which do I fit into. Well, how do you see our uh, friendship? I think that there's a strong like. It's a it's a good bond. A good bond. A, a mutual respect, if you will. Okay. I thought that it went a little further than that, but that's okay. <laughs> a strong mutual respect. All right. Uh, Patty, it's so good to hear your voice. It's been a it's been a hot minute since we saw each other. It has. Why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, what's going on in your life? Well, I'm going to I'm going to fill you in on a little dilemma I'm experiencing. So, okay. I'm sure you're aware of this pandemic that's going on right now. I've heard of it. It's making everyone's lives lives fun. It really is. Um, well, it, you know, things have been fun. We've so me and the family have have done some tie-dye workshops in our backyard and we oh, great. we actually put together a band. Uh, oh. I've been playing the tambourine and we've been singing some, some songs around the bonfire, which has been fun. But I will say, um, you know, that I'm, I'm chairwoman of the church, uh, in my of area course. that I've been trying to get you to come to, but you've said that you were busy every time. Well, I mean, Sundays are a very busy day for me. Is your church open? Are people attending? Well, that's the thing. We've slowly, shh, don't tell anyone what, well, I guess everyone's going to find out. We've slowly opened the door. Um, everyone's got to don that lovely thing over their nose and their mouth. Uh, and, and actually we're, we're, I'm making some. With my sewing machine, I'm making some masks. Oh, well, that's, I mean, that's a good hobby to have right now. I mean, going back to the other thing, though, is are you opening your church secretly against recommendations? Well, see, the thing is, malls are open, bars are open. Now, that's true. It's a very important uh, part of of my social life, and, and, and it's, a lot of people have been missing it. It's like their second home. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you make a good point, because what are malls and bars if not altars to the, the twin gods of capitalism and alcoholism? I couldn't so why not the actual more. one true god? I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And, um, well, uh, a lot of people have been wanting uh, the fall annual singles mingle to take place. Right, and I remember this is actually how we met because I was a guest at the singles mingle uh, <laughs> looking for love. I know. <laughs> and you were, of course, in charge. 
Yes. And so I guess that event has uh, has kept going. I was so surprised you came that evening. I was so happy. I looked up from my glass of sherry that I was sipping, and uh, I saw you there holding uh, (laughs) a bouquet of carnations. I always bring flowers just in case. (laughs) And and you you brought one beer. You brought one beer for yourself because you didn't want to drink what we had, but you were... You had your pressed slacks on. You had your Sunday best on. Yeah, I mean, I did think it was a little strange. The only beverage option was sherry. <laughs> That's right. But I guess to each their own. That's right. Um, well, you know, we uh, sherry. There's a there's a huge history for our our love for for sherry goes way back. It's a long story. I won't get into that. But but I'm glad you brought your beer and. And, and lo and behold, you ended up having a great time. You were dancing to some of the fast tunes and then the slow track came on and I saw you, you had your eyes on a, a little, uh, fair haired lady, if I am not mistaken. That's my, exactly my type, a fair haired lady. (laughs) And you asked her to dance and I just watched on with this proud look on my face. Oh, wow. I mean, it didn't work out with her, unfortunately, but, uh, it was, it was real fun in the moment to, uh. To do that, that slow dance. Well, well, let me just say this. I hope you didn't break her heart too badly. I can oh, no, her. she broke mine. She broke mine for sure. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's how life goes. Sometimes, sometimes someone, uh, sometimes things work out and sometimes they move to another city in the middle of the night without telling anyone. Oh, that's a very wise, uh, that's a very wise statement to make. And that's true. Um, Did you say if that's true or and that's true? That's true. And that's true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were questioning me. No, I believe every word that comes out of that mouth of yours. Uh, why don't you tell me about, uh, for the listeners, uh, who's who's your family? How And, and I want to oh. find out more about this band. Yes. Okay, so my hubby, Rand. You, mm-hmm. You've met Rand. He's helped out at the, uh, at the, the functions. Of course I've met Rand. Rand is, uh, you know, we met in high school and we got engaged, popped out our two kids, and Mm -hmm. he's been working from home uh, since this pandemic started, and he's been working the grill all summer, let me tell you that much, and he made a little makeshift, uh, he loves golfing, I think you know as well, so he Mm -hmm. turned our backyard basically into a BBQ golf course. (laughs) <laughs> wow that sounds uh, like a lot of work it really well you know what i just sat back and watched him and as i sipped my sherry are we talking uh are we talking a, a nine holer or are we full full on 18 holes full on 18 holes yeah wow and i mean last time i was at your house i don't think you've moved since then you it was kind of a smaller backyard yeah we've uh we extended it so we basically bulldozed and took over our next door neighbors who moved out their backyard Took over when you say took over. You did you buy their house or no? And and no one has moved in there yet. No, no, no. One but has moved I would imagine the house is for sale. The house is for sale. Uh, no one's buying it, and so we thought, well, why not? It's fair game. <laughs> We've always. I mean, I mean, so what? So what happens when the real estate comes to show prospective buyers the house? And there's a there's nine holes of a golf course in the in the backyard. Well, you know, I think it'll be a selling point, and uh, hopefully, the people who move into that house will be great neighbors uh you know we'll be there whenever they do move in with our welcome wagon as usual i'm gonna bake them a little pecan pie which is my uh 
that's my special. Oh, you've made me quite a number of good, good pecan pies throughout the years. Yes, yes Delicious. I have. Oh, I'm glad you like them. Uh, so anyway, back to my family. So, you know, I've got my two kids, uh, Brody and Janny. And how are they doing? Are they back in school? Oh, my goodness. Well, they're back in school. And uh, they're helping out with uh, the singles mingle that I want to plan. And uh, they're dating. They're date. They're going out on dates. It's just hard oh, to believe. Really? Well, remind me how old they are last time I saw them. Oh, I don't remember. 15 and, and 21. I mean, definitely one of those is, is totally okay to be dating. And, and I, I would even say both. Yeah. Well. It sounds like they'll be tearing it up at the singles mingles. It's, oh, you know, I just still view them as they're they're like they're my little kids. You know what I mean? Like I just I I don't know. I don't want them to 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 move on. And I I don't know Brody's new girlfriend. I'm not I'm not sure. I'm I'm a huge fan of hers. Brody being the uh, the 21 year old. <laughs> That's right. Well, what's what's going on there? What's uh what's the issue? Oh, I'm not sure. She uh, there's something about her that just uh doesn't sit right with me. She's ruffled my feathers a couple of times. Let me mm. just say that. I mean, I do remember when they were younger, you were very protective. <sighs> I was very protective. And you know what? I still am. Prote- protective. 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 What did I yeah. say? Productive. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, those two, I think, go hand in hand. Uh, protective. Well, you know, yes. Uh, so... You know, when they'd go to the movies, uh, would I would I wait in my minivan in the in the parking lot? Uh, yes, because you know, uh, abductions can happen, and uh, anything can happen. Yeah, I and I remember sometimes I'd I'd be going to the movies with Friday night, and I kind of see you in your van waiting waiting out there, and it was uh, the van was very striking. It was a white windowless van, uh, lights off dome light off and I'd, I'd, I knew I knew it was your van because of the vanity plate yes that's right um, <laughs> it's uh patty for you <laughs> patty for you yeah of course and uh and I would knock on the window and you'd be like well just guarding against abductions that's right uh meanwhile I feel I remember a lot of people kind of uh calling the cops on you because you were waiting in a white windowless van waiting for kids well, that's right. And, uh, you know, uh, whoever called the cops on me, uh, bless their hearts. Uh, you know what? I don't want to wish ill will on anyone. Uh, I, uh, it, it blows my mind that people couldn't understand a mother's love and a mother's desire to protect her little cubs. I call them that. I call Brody and Janny my cubs because that's what they are. So it's, so tell me tell me now when when Brody's going on these dates are you uh, are you waiting outside in the white van? Well, no, I'm not waiting. We sold the white van. I added some wood paneling on the outside, uh, and I there was a decal sticker I put on there that couldn't come off. And of course, I had my little Jesus fish. Uh, of course, I, I gave you one of those for Christmas. Do you still do you have that? <laughs> oh, I definitely have it. It's uh, it's in my uh, one of my drawers somewhere. Oh, I don't have a, I don't have a car, so where, there. where would I put it? On your cubicle at work. Um, uh, fair point. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you asked me, no, well, there was one instance where Brody took his gal, I don't know what her name is. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's, Allie, I think, uh, to, um, a bar, a bistro that I quite like. Okay. And, oh. 
he told me he was taking her there. And then I just happened to show up and I was there. Uh. And I, I, Don't mind me, kids. I'm just having a sherry at the bar. And I just right. a little watchful eye out of the, my peripheral vision. I could see them, you know, canoodling. And that was it. You just you just sat and you kind of ate I, your meal and I kind of yeah. And then they they got up and left shortly after. And I didn't want to. Well, I don't want to be a stalker, so I didn't. No. So you did. You didn't follow. I didn't follow them after that. I I held myself back. I I just uh, I couldn't. Well, you're making progress. I guess that sounds uh, not like a, a batshit crazy controlling psycho. What? No, I, that's a loving mother. You know what I mean? You know, when you have kids with your lady, you're going to realize that uh, there's no greater love. You know, there is no greater love. And you're just going to want to know where they're at at all times. And you're going to just want to keep them out of harm's way, even when they're 21. Of course. Well, and speaking of love, you're someone who has a lot of love to uh, to pass around. I know one thing that's been a core of your life for many, many years is your charity work. Oh. What, are you still up to the to the charities? Oh, you know, what are you working trying, on these days? I'm trying, Stefan, but it's so hard now with everything going on right now. So, you know, I, I tried the masks. Uh, I tried, uh, but, you know, there's so much competition out there. I'm mm. one of many, and I just, yeah. I can't handle it because, you know, I've got, I've got an account up on Facebook. I've got my... 1,100 friends on Facebook. You know, I'm I'm on there all the time. That's a lot of friends. I know. Well, you know, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I guess I'm a popular lady. Uh, and I've been using that platform uh, okay. to try to push my business. I think, I think there's been some com- confusion here because I said charity. <laughs> and you seem to be talking about uh, a business that makes you money. Well, okay. Let me, let me clarify. It's, it's a charitable business. So I, I thought that I would merge, you see what I'm doing? Uh, merge the two together, the two worlds, to get the best of both worlds. Do you understand? So if I'm understanding correctly, you do make money from selling the masks. But a portion of the, the, the funds, I don't mm-hmm. pocket, it goes, towards, uh, it goes towards goodwill. The, the clothing retailer or just the concept? Goodwill, the concept yeah. of it, the concept of it. Now, Goodwill's doing just fine, that, that organization. They're just, they're ah, so, okay, so you're, yeah. you're selling the masks, you're making the money. Yeah. A portion goes to you and a portion goes to the concept of, of Goodwill. Goodwill, exactly. Now, I remember, this is kind of sounding familiar to me because I remember going to the bake sale that you, uh, that you hosted at the church one year, and I remember <laughs> yeah. a portion of the proceeds went to you, and uh, the other portion went to happiness. That's right. Happiness. And isn't that all, what we want? I, but yeah, there's a whole pursuit of it. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm curious, what are the logistics of that? How do you send money to happiness? Well. Or to goodwill? Here's the thing. Stefan, let me tell you. Unfortunately, the sad reality is that you can't have happiness without a little bit of money in your hand. Okay? Of course. All right. Yeah. You, I, that's just the way it is in life right now. So I take that money and, uh, well, we've got a big jar at home uh, where where I put those coins and those folded bills and, and even some handwritten checks. Right. And So I'm uh, curious, how much... Sorry, you, were, I, you never said what the jar was for. Does it go to other charities or... 
for the family kind of thing. Well, it, it's um, it, a, a little bit of both, but mostly, okay. uh, mostly the family. Um, and uh, it goes towards also buying, uh, buying ingredients for, for all the, the goods that I'm going to bake for people. So, I mean, I, I feel like we've reached a point of honesty in our friendship and I don't, I don't want to be like a hard hitting journalist or anything, but I'm, I'm curious how, what was the main source of funding for Rand's golf course? You know, I'm, I'm going to start off by saying, I, I see what you're, you're getting at. Uh, that golf course has provided so much joy in Rand's life. You know, it's- was it the jar? Was it money from the jar? Yes. Yes, it was. Well, as long as Rand is happy and he's such a good dude, uh, he should, he deserves all the grilling and the golf, the two G's of summer fun. Listen, he deserves it all. You are welcome. Whenever you know that there's an open invitation for you. Uh, you. There are some folks that moved into our, our neighborhood, not next door, obviously, uh, but four doors down. And they kind of keep to themselves. And we, me and Nance, who's Rand, uh, Rand's best friend, Trav, short for Travis, uh, his wife, of course. Nance, Nance and I, you know, we, uh, we stay on top of what's, what goes on in our neighborhood. You know, we, uh, we've got little sources that tell us the, the goings on. Well, that's, that's great. It's good to keep abreast of local politics, I guess. I, and, I think uh, so too. But this family keeps to themselves and they're not very, I don't know. It's, uh, I want to do some investigating. So I, I just wanted to tell you that I, I also use the funds from the, the jar to purchase a set of binoculars. Oh, for, uh, for surveillance, I guess. For surveillance, exactly. I love that word so much better than spying, you know? And uh, Nobody nobody said spying. Well, <laughs> I know, but I don't know if you were thinking it. I think you were thinking it. It's possible. Uh, Patty, it, it's been great to talk to you. Uh, likewise. Likewise. And I hope you can stick around for the rest of the show because I, I, I think uh, some of our upcoming guests will have some, some things in common with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Maybe they're overprotective. Maybe they're church-going people. Uh, who knows? We'll, we'll find out when we meet them. Great. But, uh, time to move along to our next guest. Um, I don't know how this is just a cool person, just a cool, chill person. Please welcome to the show, uh, Jams Kellogg. What's up, Jams? Hey, Stefan. So nice to hear your voice. It's been a while. Oh, it's been, tell me you are a notorious beach bum. How, how's the beach? Uh, it's been lovely. There's been so many people on the beach, though, this summer. Way more than usual. Oh. Uh, yeah, everyone's got to be outside, yeah. so it's a, it's a place you can be outside. Rem- remind me which beach you're located on again. Well, I mean, these days I try new things. Usually I like, okay. to, you know, I like to go to exotic locations, but now I decided mm-hmm. to stay in the country, so I pick sandbanks. This year, sandbanks. Yeah, that's Pro- provincial park. Exactly. I wanted a new. I, I wanted a new experience. You know, I try something like super local. Uh, be- yeah. Because you know, I don't care so much for the water. For me, it's really all about just the beach and the sand. And it's a good sand there. It's a good sand. Let me tell you. Yeah, they have whole whole banks of it, and I and I remember every time you invite me to the beach, I'm, I bring my suit and I get in the water, and I'm like, "Come on, come on in, jams." And you don't touch it. You know, like I I, I live this digit this nomad life, and uh, it's just like I 
I I don't want to get into the water. I just yeah, I I like the sand. I like feeling that feeling on my skin. I like mm. you know, I yeah. I don't want to be too clean, you know, is a bit what I mean. I I just, you know, I don't want to touch that that water. There's been a lot of people in there. I I don't want to go in there. Right. And, and it has nothing to do with the with the fact that you almost drowned as a child. Uh, you know, I know you were there. It was it was a scary thing for me. It was, Stefan, mm. you know, I was real scared. No, I'd say it's got nothing to do with that. I just Okay. Yeah. I'm just di- Just making sure. Yeah, no. No. Those are old old times, you know. We were just kids back then, but uh old times. Old times. Uh, I was scared too. I was I was on the dock. I saw you in the water. You were caught in the riptide. <sighs> yeah. It's really those rocks, you know, and there's all sorts of weird feelings in there. Things can brush up to you unexpectedly. Mm. Ah. Uh, no, I can see everything that's happening when I'm on the beach, you know? It, it feels great. It feels safe. Now, if there's one thing that I remember from uh, Sandbanks Provincial Park uh, going there as a child, it's the, uh, the almost constant oppressive smell of seaweed rotting on the beach. Is that still there? I don't even smell that stuff anymore. You know, when you, you're just reminding me of that now, and it's just like, it's there. I think it's almost fragrant. It's not... Maybe I, mm. you know, some people have told me that I smell like the beach. Is that a little bit what that means, Stefan? That maybe I, you know, I've taken up that smell for myself. I mean, you definitely have a certain breezy uh, olfactory uh, proceeding of your person. Ah, those words. You were so good. And, you know, you're so generous with compliments, Stefan. Thanks, bud. Oh, hey, anytime. So, uh, so tell me this. I I know the classic uh, the classic jams Kellogg Beach experience. Uh, we got what do we have? We have the the Margarita Station. That's right, right off the GS, right off the van, the gold shell. Yeah, yeah I still have that thing. Can you believe? Fifteen years with the gold shell. Fifteen is that? Is the gold shell the van itself or a piece of the van? No, it's the whole van. It's the whole van. It's the whole van. We, but... we, you're right. We have lost pieces along the way, yeah. but it's still running. It's still running. I mean, does it still have the the like the the luau, the Hawaiian girl on the dashboard, the grill welded into the side? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Great. So I mean, who'd you? You're all about meeting people on the beach. Who'd you meet at Sandbanks this summer? Oh, who did I meet? Oh my goodness. You know, there was a bunch of really interesting people from all over. I, I had some talks with some uh, nice uh, finance people from Toronto, for example. Uh, of course. They like margaritas quite a lot. Who doesn't really? Who doesn't like a, mar- a free margarita coming right out of the <laughs> truck? You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody can say, to, say no to a truck margarita, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, they were just, you know, we had some interesting talks because, you know, once in a while, I like to talk about my investment. You know, sometimes mm. you got to worry about these things. I'm always on the beach. You know, I don't, I don't really work. The money works for me. Huh? <laughs> so I can just, I can just, you know, uh, I love my life, Stefan. You know, I tell you all the time. I, I mean, I think I have a lot of listeners, uh, much like myself, who, who are not good with money. Uh, so I'm curious, what is your portfolio? 
Well, I mean, like I said, I let it work. I don't even do no work. It just works by itself. But I mean, like, who are you investing in? Are we talking GICs? Are we talking high interest savings account? Are RSP invested in stocks? Like TSX, NASDAQ? What are we What are we talking about? I don't know. I just tell them, like these these people, the, the finance people from Toronto, I tell them, hey, I, made, I just look at one number when I look at those sheets. And it's just like the percentage. I look, look, I made 5.7% this year. And they're like, yeah, that's all right. And I mean, uh, that pleases me. That pleases me. So they, they weren't super impressed, but they, they weren't unimpressed. Nah, exactly. I mean, and that's enough for you, for you to live off of on the beach. As long as it's positive, just like me, if that number's positive, life is good. That is an excellent. I wish I, I wish my money was that simple to handle. Uh, let me ask you this, Jams. Uh, obviously, we're getting into the winter months. It's coming. And the border's closed. You can't. I know usually you go south. You fly with the snowbirds. What's the plan for this winter? You know, I was going to maybe try to stay on the beach as long as I can. And do kind of this revert, new experiment, just sleeping in the snow. You know, I usually, I don't know the snow so well. And it's... Okay. So I thought, yeah, let me just make a little hole in the snow on the beach. And, you know, some, sure. pe some people live that way, right? Make a, make a sand igloo slash uh, snow igloo. We'll see. So, so the you're gonna make a structure, a domed structure out of sand? Possibly, yeah. Possibly. I, I dabbled okay. in the sand castle a little bit, you know, when we were younger, and I, and I think I could make something nice to maybe try to try the beach for the winter, man. And and I know that Sandbanks as a park is uh, closed during the the winter, well, so you'll probably be all alone out there. That has never scared me, you know. I mean, uh, as long as I have a drink in my hand and mm. uh, the thoughts in my head, oh, I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah, I mean, I, you always have a lot of projects on the go on the beach. Uh, what, uh, what was your big project this summer? Well, this year I did something good. You know, I, I, I spend a lot of time helping and cleaning the beach. I was just, oh. Yeah, I picked up a lot of stuff. And then I started make, making like little crafty things. You know, plastic bottles are great. Yeah, Patty, I'm telling you, these are some fun projects with kids. Try to get those kids onto some crafty uh, things with some plastic bottles. You cut them up, you fill them up with sand, and they stand up. And you can start, you know, mounting oh. some structures, Stefan. Mm-hmm. That sounds messy. Well, I mean, I'm outside, but you don't you have a nice yard? And you have access to sand from the golf course. I didn't even think about that. That's that's some nice sand, usually. Oh, I, I don't think Rand is going to let Aww. me do that. But, you know, I could try behind his back. But, you know, you can, you can sell some of those next oh, church charity. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, usually I kind of just give my stuff away. I, I, I never sold anything, really. It's just like for fun, you know, for shits and giggles. Here's a jam Kellogg's, uh, you know, uh, sand structure. Jams, uh, Jams, I'm not sure if, uh, I mean, Patty's great. We have a strong mutual respect and everything. I'm, 
I'm not sure if uh, you want to be taking advice on charity from from Patty. Well, I mean, I'm happy to just even give my stuff, Patty. If you want to show it off, it just that's cool with me. Thank you. And you know what? You'll make a name for yourself because everyone at the church and there's a lot of people I know. I know a lot of people. One thousand. Okay, so don't listen to him. I'm very popular. <laughs> well, actually, it's one thousand one hundred, but Sorry, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, because maybe in the winter, it's true, if I get lonely a little bit, having access to a community could be interesting. But we'll see. I'm really set on this plan. My thing, my snow glue, my snow glue, Aww. you know, could be real nice. Uh, and, you know, Patty did dangle that uh, tantalizing carrot of exposure in front of you. And that's always worth doing a job for, wow. I found. Think, yeah. think about it. Think about it. I mean, both of you have uh, have previously owned or currently own vans, so you have something in common already. Yeah, right. I had some new decags this year. They were nice. They were all about, you know, being safe. Like, I, I, I put a message on there. Make sure you wash your hands, you wear a mask, and enjoy the sun, bums. <laughs> 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 Enjoy the sun bums. That you know what? If you gave me that sticker, I'd put that on my fucking bumper oh, in oh. a second. Woo! That's that's not living in any drawer in my bedroom. Sorry, Patty, but it's just so much more fun than a little fit. Well, to each their own. <laughs> to to each their own. Jams. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, I hope uh, I wish you all the best of luck for your uh, your upcoming winter adventure, and also um, continued success for your stock portfolio. Oh, Stefan, it means so much to me. Thanks, bud. What a pleasure. Uh, anytime, my dude. You keep it. Uh, you keep it chill out there. Please stick around. Uh, but we're gonna talk to the next. The next guy on the on the old podcast. Um, he's a musician. He's been around. He's done it all. We're gonna talk to him about it. Please welcome to the show, Robbie Dobson. What's up, Robbie? Oh yeah, freaking cool, man. How's it go- how's it going, Lizard Man? Oh wow, it's good to hear that nickname again. Yeah, man. The re- high school baby. It was crazy all the time. I remember I'd be uh, kind of in the school in class, and I'd look out the window, and there you'd be in the smoking section. I was like, man, and then I'd see, I'd be in my class, I'd see you out sunning on a rock. All right, Lizard Man. And that's where it came from. That's it. I, you, you called me Lizard Man from then on. Exactamon, my friend. Oh, man. Exactamon. Uh, what's been, uh, you still in a band? What are we talking about? Oh, man, you know I'm always in a band. If I ain't playing music, man, I'm dying in a bed. So I'm playing in a new band. I got a brand okay. new band called Scream Ladder. Oh, man, it's crazy. Cool. It's that is a good awesome. band. What uh, and you're still playing bass? I'm always playing bass, man. At first, I was forced into the role, but later I just re- realized just go with the flow with these bands. When you say forced in the role into the role, what do you uh, what do you mean by that? Well, I, I tried out for a guitarist, and mm. well, twenty five bands turned me down, and every one of them said, "Play this bass instead." <laughs> and I'm freaking good at it now. Oh yeah, you got uh, you got the chops. Oh yeah, man, I learned it from inside out. Forgot it again after the car accident, and got it back again. Oh, I heard about the the car accident. That sounded like a really rough time. Well, car accident's always a rough time. You know what? Crawling out of that wreckage, I learned this is what I want to do: play bass in a band and maybe get in another car accident. Get in another car accident. 
Yeah, rock and roll, baby. It's freaking wild. I do remember that you you were one of the first people, I, I would assume on Earth, whoever tried to start a band and play a gig from a hospital room. Start it, finished it. Yeah, man. I mean, so the, the reviews were in. Two yeah. curtains over, some guy moaned all day, and then I heard a faint clapping. <laughs> we so yeah, from from we were, him. I was playing a cover of one of my favorite songs from an earlier band, Dr. Rolex. He's a high <laughs> roller. That was a song from an earlier band that you were covering as your new band. Yeah, man, Wetwig. Remember Wetwig? Right after high school, man. I do. I do remember you sending me a, a demo tape. Yeah, oh man, it was me, Stevie Bones, Peter McLeBlanc, uh, Tug Rubber on the vocals, man. It was That's, a killer time. Uh, and what happened to Wetwig? Why didn't they? What happened? I thought I thought it was rocket shit to start him. I thought you knew, but it all has to do with that car accident. Oh, so they were in the car with you? They were in the car with me, and the, they didn't crawl to the wreckage like I did. But you know the story, right? It was in the Montreal Gazette. I, I had a fiery crash on the 40 going to, going to a gig in Quebec City. Yeah, man. And so I was lucky to make it out alive. Who was driving? Uh, no one. We used to play this game. <laughs> it was a crazy game, and in retrospect, it was not the best game to play. We'd be sitting in the back uh, doing stuff, if you know what I'm saying. Back then, doing stuff meant blow. and Right. We'd be sitting back there, and the big joke was always like, hey, all of a sudden, wait a second, there's four of us here. Who's driving? And every single time, man, they would get me, and we'd run to the front and try and do it. Well, this time, it was, I didn't make it, and so right. we crashed. Oh, shit, and they all perished. They're all, I, I never looked back. R.I.P. Wetwig. Oh, my goodness. What is, uh, tell me what Scream Ladder is all about. Well, Scream Ladder is, first of all, let me, I think you've probably been blown away by the name of the band. I well, am, I was, absolutely. So if you think of what they are, the word is scream, as in primal scream. Of and, course. And um, ladder is to heaven. So it explains <laughs> itself right there. Oh. But they really helped me because it's a time I started, I, I realized there's more to me, more to the world than just me. And uh, I needed to scream up a ladder to find out. Sure. Well, I mean, it sounds like a really good post-car accident philosophy. Yeah, I'm super religious now. Oh, is, is this a Christian rock band? Uh, my, yes, Scream Lad is Christian. In it, if I have anything to say about it, which in recent meetings is not a lot, we will remain Christian. So do the other band members know that you're a Christian rock group? They're finding out. They're freaking finding out the good way. Oh my goodness. Yeah. If you ever wanted to perform at the church, please do let me know. I, ma'am, I, I'm not really allowed to talk to other women. Oh. Who, what women are you allowed <laughs> to talk to? Well, after the accident and I married my my uh, my wife Marjorie. Yeah. She forbade me from talking to women and I got oh. on the road to salvation. Oh. oh. That must be really hard to like book gigs and meet fans and and women are uh half of the population from my from what I understand. Well, I had a leg up and none of the bands I played in really had too many women fans to begin with. So, I just kept doing it on that trail. Uh I always tried to attract them. We had that song Babes in a Jeep. That never worked. Yeah. Uh, what were the lyrics to that again? Remind me. I, well, let me I play it on the bass here. Yeah. Babes in the Jeep. Babes in the Jeep. Beep, beep. Babes in the Jeep. I am surprised that that did not attract just droves of women. Me too, man. You know how much cocaine it took to forget that loss? <sighs> um, I would imagine a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. But that was the past. That was hell. I'm in heaven now. Marjorie. Happy not to talk to women. Well, I mean, uh, I guess I can talk to Patty for you. That'd be great. Uh, if you could express through my thank you for the offer. I can't talk to you. 
Patty, are you looking for a band to uh, perform at the Singles Mingles? Yes, I am. I, I want a good Christian rock band to play some fun pop rock songs uh, because we want a mix of fast dance songs and some slow dance songs. And we really want to appeal to the to the younger generation, to the youths, because we're really trying to recruit more youths. And we want some mm. fun activities and fun parties, and we need just a live band to play some fun tunes to just, you know, have some fun, clean fun so robbie do you need me to repeat that to you or, or you know i don't i think marjorie went out so i'm gonna just directly i'm gonna d- directly uh, address this this nice lady it's so great to have that offer i'd be I, I mean you start you start out as a youth and so it's always good to look back and play something for the youth uh that's right and uh i'd love that's to sort right. of have something to do with that is there any uh paycheck involved uh we would pay you it's about uh, ten dollars. Freaking cool! Does that work? You hear that, lizard man? Ten bucks. Oh, I mean, she didn't even didn't even have to mention the exposure. Oh, that's man. right. Are there? Is it? Are you going to be there? Of course. Me? Oh man, two of you going to go? This is a gig I've been waiting for. I mean, you say that like you don't have a lot of gigs where two people show up. Post accident? No. Uh, and pre-accident? Pre-accident, I was in some of the hottest rock groups around. Post-accident, I was what was known as a look away. well well, let me tell you there's going to be a lot more than two people when you come and perform because as i've mentioned before i don't know if you forgot but i'm a very popular woman i know a lot of people i feel i can tell that fellow popular people can always recognize that in other popular people (laughs) right i I understand yes (laughs) well robbie how many facebook friends do you have uh well i lost count at 20 oh Oh, shit so and it's got numbers beyond that and let's not get let's Let's not get into the nitty gritty of Facebook algorithm. No, dangerous. Dangerous game to be playing. Let's just say 20 of my closest fans. That's what I call my friends. You call your friends your fans? Yeah, man. All right. I was talking about you. To, remember, remember Joby? Remember Joby? Uh, yeah, Joby. What a, good, what a good guy. Freaking cool. I said, hey, how you doing? <laughs> man, I, man, I just miss all my friends. Yeah, well, it seems like a lot of those people uh, stopped talking to you, I guess, after the accident. Yeah. They kind of blamed you. Well, they'll be judged in heaven. That, that is true. Why don't, uh, I'm sure Patty would like a sample of kind of what uh, the lyrical content of your uh, positive, upbeat Christian rock songs. Yes, well, uh, please. you have some lyrics? Uh, I could, uh, the lyrics I'm going to be singing are not my lyrics to the singer of our, uh, it's our singer's lyrics. And I'm trying to talk them out of oh, a lot of these lyrics. So it doesn't really reflect my beliefs at this moment, the influence I will have on this group. So, so what, are some of, what are some of his lyrics that he'll be, well, he'll his be singing? Lyrics are, his lyrics are, we're going to screw all night, screw all night, screw all night. Someone's going to watch us. And I don't know if I'm in that. I don't know. I, I'm kind of a country punk thing. I don't like it a lot. And Patty, how do you? I, those lyrics seem great to me. I love them. It's just fun, bouncy. Yeah, screw. Okay, so hold on. So by "screw" in quotation marks, picture me saying this uh, with air quotes. Uh, does is that is that a euphemism for uh, engage in uh, in uh, consensual intercourse? Is that what that's? Uh, oh, saying? Stefan, I hope you can beep that out. I I will. Every every mention of consensual intercourse gets beeped out on this podcast. It is damn, very serious. It is, ma'am. It is a reference to that act that I previously really enjoyed and now don't think I can again. This monogamous couple you're referring to who's uh, quote-unquote screwing all night, are they trying for a child? No. Oh, no. It's pure spillage. And, and someone's watching, so I, I, I would assume this is a, a cuckold situation. I think that's the worst part. 
And I told them that. But they don't turn the music, their guitars down when I'm talking. Right, because I, I do remember seeing you guys play shortly after the accident. And I remember everyone was kind of playing the song and you were trying to get the lead singer's attention and kind of shouting things at him the entire time. Yeah, I was shouting things the whole time. I, I think if you're talking about that gig, that's a gig I didn't even plug my bass into because I was like yeah. all night, hey, I didn't bring a chord. <laughs> right, you just wanted to let them know. Well, I needed a chord. <laughs> First rule of being a, mu- a musician, if you don't have a chord, ask another musician whether it was the only musicians in the room or playing. So they uh-huh. was like, I need a chord. Uh, Patty, you have chords at the church? Chords? <laughs> Yeah, like a patch cord for a guitar, so you can, so uh, so Robbie can rock. Oh, I don't think we have that, but oh. I can ask around because, as I said, I know a lot of people, and I, I know lots kidding. of I know lots of musicians, oh. and I can ask them. No chords. Oh man, that's a no chords. Oh, Patty, this would have been the funnest singles mingles ever. No, it, it will, it will be. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Where there's a will, there's a way. I heard both of the guests talk about how they both had vans. Well, I sold mine. I'm interested. In the van that she sold already? Oh, damn. How uh, long have we been on here? I, I believe it was sold much much previously to the, the start of this record, but maybe uh, Jams. Are you thinking about uh, upgrading your van at all? Whoa, no way. I'm way too attached to the gold shell. Uh, sorry, Robbie. No no vans available here. Whoa. Uh. Wait, currently, so the, your uh, Scream Ladder doesn't, doesn't have wheels currently? What doesn't have wheels? My scream ladder? Scream ladder. Yeah, it's got wheels. I don't have wheels. I got a place. I need to sleep somewhere. Oh. Uh, I mean, you can come crash at my place if you need. Oh, Lizard Man, that is the best. Uh, that's, man, uh, that's so cool. Yeah, so I'm curious, um, are the other guys in Scream Ladder, are they still living the rock star lifestyle? Oh, Stevie Bones and Pete and Tug? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Wetwig. They're all dead. <laughs> Those guys, but the, okay, so I can see your, your brain's a little still addled from the accident. We're talking about the guys in Scream Ladder. Oh, the new, oh yeah. Well, the new guys. So a lot of them didn't give me my their name. Uh, I found, it was at the laundromat, and I saw, I put, took a number and I called it. said, no mm-hmm. flakes, need a bass player. I said, well, why don't you just spell my name? <laughs> and I called, I said, it's Robbie Dobson. It's Robbie Johnson from Wetwig, the survivor of the crash. <laughs> and I sang a little bit of Dr. Rolex, he's a real high roller. And they were, and the guy, and then they hung up. I called back. Right. And then they, I said, no, I'm, I'm a bassist. And then that's how I met them. And they still haven't given me their names. We had one jam. And how did that go? Uh, pretty good. I, I would imagine there was a lot of kind of uh, preaching on your part, of a lot of trying to uh, save them. Well, as I said, they display music while I'm preaching and I, I'm like are, right. they, are they auditioning a vocalist because I'm up for it hey maybe maybe one day that's, You'll be able to... that's how Bono made it oh really they had another vocalist first and Bono kind of took over yeah he was they sort of encouraged him with his Christian Christianity to, to talk about it and they were like why don't you sing so this other guy this other loser and that other loser turned turned out to be Tony Blair T- Tony Blair the the Prime Minister of England correct Wow, he what a fall from grace. He could have been in the biggest rock band in the world. Loser. <laughs> oh my god. Well, Robbie Dobson, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you. Oh man, Stefan, it's so freaking cool to be here. Uh, I hope it works out with the singles mingles. I hope you can convince your bandmates to go in a more Christian direction. Oh, I will make that I will make that journey succeed. And in the meantime, I I I like Screw All Night. It's a banger. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. Me too. 
That's how I got my. I got. I listened to that the night I made my kids. You have kids now? Yeah. Holy shit! We've haven't seen each other for so long. I guess since the accident. So I didn't even know. Well, the two beautiful boys, Fox and Little Nasty. Fox <laughs> and Little, uh, <laughs> real classic Robbie Dobson names. Are you? Are, let me ask you because Patty has a family band. Are you? Uh, is there a Dobson family band? Oh, I'd love to start playing with these. But if I don't know if you've been around kids very much, but they're not really good at anything. Uh, I guess when they're younger, that is the case. Maybe I think I, I think something's wrong with them. Oh, no. Lord, I'm crying. I don't know. I haven't seen him in weeks. Oh no! Why not? What happened? I don't know where. Uh, good. Bring Lord. them to church. Bring them to church, please. I'll bring them. I just want to bring them to my house. Can I call your house my house, Stefan? Yeah, you can. You can bring your kids here. Sweet Jesus, thank you. I will hang out with Fox and Little Nasty all day. I love those kids. Oh, uh, thank you, thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Jams. Thank you, Patty, for being on the show today. Uh, it's been a real pleasure to catch up and talk to all of you. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back after that. So, uh, Marilyn, have you ever been to Sandbanks Provincial Park? I have not, actually. Never. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> don't know i i couldn't quickly i'm also i've not spent a lot of time on beaches i will say this <laughs> so i i couldn't think of a beach that was like you know apart from like new brunswick or i don't know i just but i haven't i've always wanted to go to sandbags it's a little bit of an obsession i i never go because okay. it looks really complicated you got to reserve like three months in advance so i don't know Pretty complicated. I, uh, Jason, it sounds like you've been to Sandpanks based on your laughter at the... No, I, I misheard her. I thought she said, I've been collecting sandbags. <laughs> I, I heard that too, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, sounds like, based on the character, maybe that character does collect sandbags. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, with, for the art, the plastic sand art, probably. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that investment stuff, that really got me. That was... Yeah. Oh, that was... <laughs> <laughs> the Toronto investment. What was it? Toronto Financials? Or the, the finance bros. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Giselle, have you ever been to a, uh, a single mingles event? <laughs> I have never. And the idea of them makes me laugh. And it would be pretty funny to go to just kind of, you know, be a fly on the wall. I feel like it'd be terrible. Well, I don't think you have the option to be a fly, a fly on the wall at a singles mingles event. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe i'll organize one. Oh, okay are you do you organize are you an organizer <laughs> no but i might have one <laughs> sure i mean we can all pick up hobbies in pandemic and yours can exactly. be organizing yeah exactly especially something that brings strangers together why not yeah it's the perfect pandemic activity right now <laughs> i think so too uh, a speed dating event um and then uh jason how much of that was based on your actual experience in bands uh well uh none none oh. no um i don't think so no there was nothing there it was just mostly just like jokes i've done when i'm in a band on tour <laughs> <laughs> uh like so, you stop driving the van and you kind of run to the no, back that was just pure i was like okay i gotta answer this and that's what that was which is great that was, uh, uh, 
fucking great. <laughs> the characters really came alive. I'm, I'm afraid there's a couple of choices I made that I was like, wow, maybe I shouldn't go in this direction, which was one was not talking to women. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh no, what did I do? Uh, you, you found a way out. You dug yeah. yourself out of that hole by saying, Mar- Marjorie left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really great. Uh, cool. So, um, I know that a lot of people don't have anything going on right now because of the times, but, uh, we're going to talk about what you have going on anyway. So, uh, Marilyn, you've been on the show before, you know, the drill, you have something going on or a recommendation, books, movies, whatever you want. Well, not really. I would just say like, encourage your local, uh, you know, uh, stores and stuff. And right now yeah. there's like this campaign that helps people buy like these, like, you know, gift cards in a lot of plateau uh, shops and you get extra money from the city so i say look this up look this up does it have a name or uh yeah well uh, i don't really know what it's called i'm sorry i don't i, f- I don't believe any of this <laughs> yeah, i feel, uh, I feel <laughs> like last time you were on maryland your plug was uh for online fringe festivals and you also I- said google it <laughs> Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, because I just don't know what it's really called. It's like, you know, um, yeah, sorry. The... No, it's yeah. great. People can Google it. It sounds like a very nice uh, actual charity patty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Giselle, do you have anything you want to talk about? Shows, books you've read, movies you've seen, things you like, or whatever? Oh, oh my goodness. Um, well... Oh, some TV shows that I've started. Sure. If you could get a little closer to your microphone. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Have I been really distant all this time? I haven't been able to hear you the entire time. What? (laughs) Yeah, it's been, uh, I've kind of just been saying things. Have they made sense with what you were saying? (laughs) They totally made sense. Well, most of the time. Wow. Improv. Okay. I know. Uh, I started watching this show called Lovecraft Country. Have you guys heard of it? I've watched yeah. the first one. Me too. That's and I'm great. very excited for the second one. Um, also, hmm, what else? Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, it's okay. It's a lot of pressure very suddenly to think. You know what? You know what I'm going to, you know what I'm going to admit? And I don't sure. know. Well, is, is this embarrassing? No. You know what? I'm a huge proponent of self-improvement. That's one. Oh. I know it's so cliche in this pandemic, you know, people talking about uh, the silver linings that come out of it, but I... You know, I love reading fiction and so many friends have like lent me books and mm. recommended books. And I, I'm a book hoarder. Like I have stacks of books on my nightstand and on Great. my bookshelf that I've yet to read. But you know what I've been focusing on? Self. I don't want to say self-help. There's a little okay. bit of a stigma. I'm going to say self-improvement. And I listen to the audiobooks. And, uh, and is, there one, is there one that sticks out that has really helped you? I'm not going to I'm not going to mention any names of titles because oftentimes the titles are very, uh, well... They're just, I don't corny. know. We, you know what? We, they're corny. Yeah. But they're, sorry, hear what were you going to say? No, hear I don't even know. <laughs> that, but it's, it's like working on willpower, beating pro- procrastination, and also just being an empowered woman. Sorry, what were you going to yeah. say? I, I, I was just going to say that uh, I wasn't going to say anything. Oh. <laughs> I, I was going to chime in and say that I think like that's a part of reading as well, fiction and, and, and quote-unquote self-help. I mean, I think that's yeah. – it's philosophy in a lot of ways. So, uh, totally. Yeah. It's great stuff. My yeah, favorite one, the one I'm reading, is called uh, how, how to Get Out of a Cult. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's next on my list. <laughs> I mean, I still see you walking around in your white robe, Jason, <laughs> <laughs> looking at the sun. 
Uh, speaking of you, Jason, uh, Giselle, was that, uh, that was everything? Um, yes. And I'm also listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, and I'm obsessed with this crime one, uh, true crime one, but I can't stand, um, the guy's voice. And I just wanted to say stuff on that. You have a great podcast voice. Oh, thanks. actually we all do. We all do. We yeah. all do. Yeah, oh, really nice. Thanks. Yeah. So much fun. That's very great kind voice. of you. Uh, Jason. Uh, so I am actually going to plug some things. Thank you for yeah, allowing uh, me to do this, Stefan. So sadly, uh, we know about the passing of Montreal Improv. Uh, where a lot of us sort of, we're always spent so much time there and had so much, I mean, that's how we know each other, everything. Yep. So it's really important. A lot of great shows, a lot of good people, a lot of learning a lot about stuff. And I think, so in that period, my uh, partner's dance school, which is called Variations of My Land, that I managed with her. Uh, we decided to take over another room to create more space, and now we are offering improv and uh, acting classes to uh, with from the same teachers, some of the same teachers that were on Montreal Improv. So James McGee, Sehar Maji, um, Carmen Rose, Dimitri Kires, Um and just sort of a as a way of sort of going because there's some of the, so many great teachers were from there that basically it's good to have mm. a new batch of people experiencing that sort of thing. And we're gonna we're gonna expand that. We'll have more classes coming up. Hopefully, we'll have. Stefan, you're teaching a class at some point. Oh, so I'd love to. With the only thing we're doing is just basically something that makes it sustainable, gives back to the community, and so we have, mm -hmm. uh, you know, bursaries, um, and uh, yeah, we're just trying to trying it out because I think it would be cool to keep that community going. There's also a, a forum online now, which is a Montreal Sketch and Improv. So if you are uh, doing that, like, join on Facebook because that's where a lot of people are announcing all their internet, their shows, their podcasts, and classes. And if you do stand up, you can get the fuck out. No stand up. They got their own. <laughs> they never showed improv the proper respect. That's always how I felt. <laughs> uh, what's as uh, their URL for Variations Mile End? I would encourage you to uh, just Google Variations Mile End. However, the website uh, name chosen quite a while ago was www.catherine with a K. So Catherine Variations Mile End Dance. <laughs> Or, no, Catherine, sorry, CatherineVariationsDance.com. <laughs> uh, I think the, the Maryland approach works much better. <laughs> <laughs> Google anyway, that shit. There you go. I'm going to challenge everyone. If you can't, you know, Google it and find it, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, and those those classes are uh, in person, correct? They are in person in the studio. The dance classes for the year have started. Uh, we are observing very strict uh, guidelines, masks. Uh, there's uh, big windows and air filtration in all the studios and small class sizes, which is part of the reason we took over another studio to be able to enable that sort of situation. So I've been there and I felt secure, but I, I totally understand someone else's mileage may vary. Um, and I totally understand that as well. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, there was something else I wanted to ask you, but I forget what it was and it'll probably come back to me right after we finish. But uh, I think... That is it. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Giselle. Thank you, Marilyn, for being on the show tonight. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And that's some good friends for another week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks, Stefan. Thanks, Stefan. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to them for podcast time. Those were friends on my show. Who are they? Now you